sexy people. It is Dave, it is Duncan, back from Metal Epidemic for another album review. And for this review, Duncan and I have been checking out the new album from French post-prog band Hamasari. The band's new album, Ineffable, will released on March 3rd via Clonosphere and Season of Mist. So, uh, what do we know? This is a debut album from Hamasari, who were born from the ashes of another band called Shuffle. And after a meticulous writing and arrangement process, the band opted for organic and forthright production. The talented Guillaume Bernard, um, who is the clone guitarist, um, accompanies yeah. yeah, he accompanies them in the arrangements, guiding the band to refine the structures and the melodies. This is stealing things from my review. <laughs> the album was recorded. Album was recorded live at Lagrange Studio by Paul Peterson and Hamasari guitarist vocalist Jordan. The band then chose Forrester Savell, uh, who has worked with Animals as Leaders and Carnival, to mix and master the album. So, Duncan, it feels like a lot of prog is happening this year so far. I don't know why, but <laughs> it's not the year of prog. Let's let's uh, it's just a blip. We are like we are like we've done clone, we've done hypnos, yeah. the Enigma division. Yeah, we've got another wee prog album that's uh, on the horizon as well. Yeah, yeah, Haken. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, it feels like the first couple of months there's been a few like a few prog albums coming in. I'm just gonna say about this time last year, you called it as a year of hardcore. And it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not saying it this you year. You need to you need to hold back on your I'm predictions. Not, I'm not saying it. Not at all. Um. So. Um, yeah, this it comes at an interesting time because it's a debut Clone album. Have just released an album, yes. yes. <laughs> it's a debut, um, but they're also releasing at a time where there's all these other bands releasing prog albums. There's still quite a lot to come this year as well. Um, so I'll let, I'll let you take the floor. What did, what did you yep. make of this? Well, this is a brand new band for both of us, I think. I don't think yep. any of us have heard of this band. So what did, what did you make of this? Um, I really liked this. Um, I think you've kind of ticked off a few of the things I was going to talk about that I thought were revelations, uh, which turns out were in the press statement. If I just read the press statement, it wouldn't have been. uh, Like, one of the the big things for me was how live this feels. Yeah. Um, I kind of loved the production on this. Like, genuinely Mm. felt like this had a really kind of earthy, organic, in a room together like almost kind of like bb bbc radio sessions sort of vibe if you know what i mean it, it mm. felt I, I could feel the guys in the room together it was you know it just it has that aura about it um the second thing was uh comparisons to clone um and that i felt like arrangement wise specifically in the arrangement and this is now redundant because of what you've just said um like having just listened to that clone album on repeat for like the best part of a week, um, th- there's a lot of similarities in the way the songs are structured here and mm. the elements, and also the overall flow of the album. This is an yeah. album that starts off um, at a decent pace, builds up, the heaviest parts are in the middle, and then it nicely kind of sashays out towards the end. Mm. Um, you get a, a really good introduction through Different Time, which is opening track. Also worth saying, all the tracks here, like, close to six minutes, right? So, yeah, just yeah. get get ready. Um, yeah. But it, it kind of builds up with a, a guitar kind of tone 
that almost reminded me a little bit of Boy Hits Car. Um, you stole it, man. That's, I was going to drop that cool, cool. I was going to drop that one mind. One mind. We spent too much time together listening to the same <laughs> albums. There was a kind of Boy Hits Car thing coming Absolutely. through on the guitar work, which I really enjoyed. They're a band that even from, from their era, I don't think anyone has sounded really much like at all. Mm, but very, yeah. like you play any of their songs and you would know who they were. Um, and guitar-wise, it definitely had that feel. Although, once again, a kind of more live sound sort of styling and um, it's not as energetic as that and nor does the album ever really get as energetic as that yeah. but it's it was really cool to allow that as like elements and layers that come in um then you get the vocals and the vocals are i really like this guy's tone it's it's like it's it's higher in the register but it's not nauseatingly high mm. um it kind of reminded me and you mentioned the band already but in a kind of more to the side sort of thing uh, with the mix and the master there's a little bit of carnival in there um yeah. which i which i really liked and his melodies are on fucking point this guy can sing like mm. genuinely just really really interesting to listen to even when they move into the heavier elements of like a bleak or white pinnacles like his tone even when it starts to get a bit more aggro still is pitch perfect and nice and clear good resonance about it it really works um, the album itself, like I said before, kind of opens with this kind of building up track of different time, which really kind of does set the stage. Um, it then kind of carries that energy through into Crumbs, which is slightly longer, a bit proggier. Um, some some interesting like uh, drum work on it. The, the musicianship in general is just great across the board. But I really like, the once again, the vocals and the production on it. It just felt... Felt mm. roomy. Um, I keep saying roomy, but that's that's what I felt. Um, Lord like essentially continues the the interest through, but it builds into the very well named bleak where things start to take a darker turn. Um, things get a little bit heavier. There's a bit more uh, distortion, a bit more uh, discordant stuff going on there, but not unpleasant to the ear. They always, even when they go a bit darker, manage to do something that's surprisingly nice to listen to um bleak sees the band really lean more into the work on the keys which we're going to get to at the end because the keyboard player is really good um a bit more into that more soundscapes uh white pinnacles once again is is kind of keeping the intensity there and then you get hit with a kind of one-two punch on the way out of tracks that really bring you down uh through old memories and prognosis which are, are, are tracks deliberately designed in a way to, as if this is the level you're at, the next one goes to there, and then you go to there. So it's not like a drop, right, this is the, the last track. You're mm. eased into it, like, like easing yourself into a warm bath. Um, it, you know, it's, it's not straight away. I, mm. I quite like that. I think there's a tendency nowadays for bands to go hell for leather up until the last song. And then the last song is like almost like Whiplash, yeah. where it is like not, you, you're surprised by how not aggressive it is compared to everything that's come before. And mm -hmm. then there's the other technique that bands do where that'll go heavy, and then there's one track that isn't, it's heavy, and then there's one track that isn't. What they've done is they've said seven tracks, let's just put those two at the end. Mm -hmm. And I'm kind of cool with that because the middle two tracks are different enough. Um, we've talked about the vocals, uh, guitar playing's great. Um, I really love the guitar tone on this. I think it really kind of captured that live 
room sound without it sounding kind of muddled or anything it's nice and clear uh bass is well recorded as well drummer's really good not exceptional in any way shape or form but i loved some of the fills he did and some of his choices in um and kind of the structure of what he's playing uh keys are great um not overused mm. here uh but but really well used um they're they're purely used to lift um or lower and i, I like that it's about textures um, yeah. And they're very, very, very good at that as well. It doesn't run hellishly long, but for a seven-track album, it is still 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So so be mindful of that. But I found myself on like the third listen and moving it to the fourth listen, actually really kind of enjoying the length. And I think that comes down to what we mentioned before um, to do with the composition. Mm. The Clone album has some hefty length tracks, but one thing you could never say about it at any time was it got boring. Mm. And I think the reason that works so well is mostly the composition stylings of it. There's enough mm. going on that even if they revisit things, you never feel like you're coming back to the same point too much. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, Hamasari have got that really well done. And I think if they weren't sure about how to do arrangements or they weren't comfortable with their arrangements they picked a fucking like a like an mvp to come in and do that for them you know if you've got if you're gonna if you're gonna work with someone who's not a producer to help you structure your songs then you could do far worse than the clone guitarist (laughs) uh who's made like these those last three clone albums are fucking huge um and it's weird as well because you mentioned clone um and I hear their production, which is fucking huge sounding. Mm. Like, it's arena sounding huge. And then I hear this, and this isn't arena sounding huge, but I could totally see Hamasari opening for Clone. Mm. Um, I yeah. think that'd be really, really cool. Uh, once again, I don't think this is... I'm maybe saying this a few times tonight. I don't think this is re- like reinventing the wheel or necessarily even doing anything I haven't heard before, but it's clear that Hamasari on their debut have a, a good grounding of what their sound is mm. and they're all accomplished enough to deliver it. I, yeah. I think the songs are confidently written um, and they really shine through. So I, I, it's one of those ones where I'd like, there was nothing at the end where I was like, oh, like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I, I, I was acutely aware of all the elements that made it kind of special to listen to, mm-hmm. like from the production, through the vocals, the key work, and then just the really good songwriting and structure that's here. Yeah. Um, they're a very, very, very interesting band, and I don't mm-hmm. use that word interesting in the way that a lot of people use it, <laughs> where they don't have another word to replace it with. I think they are. I think I think they can do a bit heavier as well because they do it in the album. Mm. Um, kind of like Clone, where you kind of like, and actually not like Clone because with Clone, I kind of like just give me give me one song, just give me <laughs> one song. Um, in the case of these guys, because I don't have that in the background when it fits in here and where they placed it, it actually really works on the album. Mm. Um, it doesn't stand out too much against everything else. So yeah, it's like um, an effable is a really good album. Mm. Interesting. Um. Okay. Uh, Are we going to swap places here? <laughs> I, my first, my first listen to this, I wasn't really sure about it at all. Um, the the first listen, it did, just didn't leave me with much kind of impact. Hmm. Afterwards, I was a bit like, hmm, I don't really know what to think about that album. Um, but um, I'm, you know, I'm a consummate professional, Duncan. You know, what I mean, a I, trier, ladies. I, I, take this job very seriously so very very seriously i took <laughs> i took a little break from it 
went back to it. Um, what I found was this album is more of a more of a grower. Oh, not, right, not, not sure. Not sure. Right. I, mean, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, I know what you're saying. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you in that. I still wouldn't say this album like blew my mind in any kind of way, but you know, it doesn't feel like it's loaded with huge moments. Um, mm. But there is something interesting about it as well. A quality, um, would you say? A what? It's got a quality about it. it does have a quality? Yes, it does. Yeah. Um, I was same as you. Like right off the bat, I was hearing like clone i could hear the, like carnival you know for that the, the more kind of modern kind of prog bands but there was also like there was something kind of old school about it as well there was like a, a more like a almost like a pink floyd in there or yeah. like even like porcupine tree as well at times porcupine tree is a good shout yeah um and that that's i think it's that mix that kind of made it quite interesting you know to kind of get my head around the first time i was like ah, i really don't know what's going on here um it's not an overly heavy album like you say um even though it does have like heavy moments in it um and you know it's an opening track um different time it, it you know it has that kind of almost like clone meets like a carnival type yeah. riff um, and the vocalist as well, he does have a kind of Ian Kenny from Carnival type vibe. Just a, there's a, yeah, there's just an inflection there. Yeah, um, and I thought as, a, as an opener, it was actually pretty good. It was a, it's a good kind of momentum builder to the album. Start soft and tranquil, then it builds into itself with lots of kind of proggy rhythms and a bigger bigger chorus. The track flows really well um, thematically. Um, and although it has similarities to like other bands that we mentioned, there was also, there was something kind of, like the like that kind of like late nineties, early two thousands, that mm. kind of alternative side that you were talking about, which I, I really liked that because I wasn't really expecting it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also some nice synths that kind of elevate the cl- the chorus as well, um, and the kind of the kind of climax of the track. That and that alternative kind of vibe, it never really goes away. Um, mm-hmm. I could hear it. You can hear it coming through on Crumbs as well, track two, and that's where I was like, I was picking up that like boy meets boy hits car and a yeah. bit of kind of incubus in there as well. Um, but there's also there was a, a little kind of like streak of tool or something in there as mm. well, like especially in the bass. Yeah. Um, the bass tone it reminded me a little bit of of Enema a wee bit in the in mm-hmm. the production. Um, I loved where they had it sitting in the mix. You know, it's nice and prominent, um, letting the you know those kind of more like kind of freestyle moments they were really kind of shining through. Um, and again, that they've got the synths in there as well. The synths were a little bit more kind of almost symphonic or orchestral or something like that. They just kind of lifted the, the track to a peak. Um, and as the first like as the first two tracks go, um, I think I ke- really came round to them more um, and more and more after I heard them. After you know, after initially not really being sure, um, that the two tracks that follow um, a little bit more restrained. You've got a little bit more kind of airy and yeah. kind of calm. You know, they start to use a little more kind of like more kind of like vintage, almost like folky instrument instrumentation. You know, you got the acoustic guitars and the lords, and then Bleak is a bit of a slow burner. Um, mm-hmm taking you on a bit of a kind of journey before giving you something kind of more substantial and kind of weighty um again quite heavy on the keys but i think they they kind of add quite a nice contrast to the track giving it more atmosphere and more room um possibly not the most memorable tracks on the album but a different side to the band as well Mm. um white pinnacles i think probably comes in at the best possible moment uh, coming off a slightly lighter tracks um it's a bit more contorted and the, the riffs and rhythms it's a bit darker in the synth work um and it hears the vocalist uh jordan kind of push and a kind of higher register as well yeah. um, a bit more grip behind his voice um it's, it's probably the heaviest track on the album um but still still a decent chorus and a, and a kind of strong ending um old memories i actually i actually really enjoyed um mm-hmm. i thought the acoustic guitar 
as a kind of driving force actually worked really well on the track. It's got a almost like a kind of alt rock kind of feel to it, um, mm-hmm. but they bulk it up with kind of heavy bass, um, some nice kind of tasteful synths as well. So as a, a track that it feels probably one of the more conventional tracks on the album. I actually thought it was one of the standouts. Um, I really enjoyed that. The last track, um, Prognosis, you know what I'm going to say here. Um, yep. It was okay. It was okay. It was kind of, you know, spacey, atmospheric. It almost felt like partly like an outro rather than an actual song. Um, mm. It didn't It didn't really blow me away, but I, I can see what they were going for as, as a closer. I can see why, why they put it in there. Um, I really like the flow of the album in, in general. Um, I think the tracks, and kind of like Clone, like you've said, the tracks transition really yeah, well into well one another. Each other, yeah. um, it's you know, a little bit similar in tempo throughout, um, but that could be said for the latest Clone album as well. Yeah. Although Clone are different level, but um, <laughs> it does, and it feels there's there's times where I felt it was a little bit repetitive, um, and the you know there's a few tracks that sit within the same similar tone and similar mm-hmm. rhythm. Um, and it's not, it's not quite got that level of uniqueness down that some other, you know, the other bands that they're influenced by have. Um, the, the difference being, though, this is a, a debut album. Um, yeah. And those other bands, you know, that we've mentioned have been on the go for way, way longer. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, I think there is there is a lot that they've done right here. Um, there are tracks that the more you listen to, the more they do kind of get stuck in your head. Um, whether that be a, a catchy chorus or a you know a proggy kind of groove. As you said, musicianships of a high standard. The arrangements have got plenty of layers to them. Um, I, my only thing is, I don't think it's quite got the consistency um, mm. right across the album. Um, I do really like that kind of alternative slant that they've added in. Um, whether they've done that, you know, consciously or subconsciously, I don't know. But I think that kind of separates them a little bit more from the pack, which I quite liked. Um, the production, I think, was good. Um, I, I like the fact that it was recorded live. I think that benefited a lot of the tracks. Like Old Memories, for for example, sound really like vibrant because it was done live. Mm-hmm. I felt like sometimes some of the tracks maybe lacked a little bit of punch. Um, like when they do move into that kind of heavier territory, I felt like the production didn't really elevate it like it should mm. have. Um, however, the, um, as, a, as a band, um, you can hear that they are clearly um, locked in musically. You know, for a debut album, they sound really tight. Um, and I, I really enjoyed the, the inclusion of like acoustic guitars and a more kind of like almost vintage keys and the, the organs and stuff that they use. I thought it sounded really authentic. Um, it was a bit of a, a throwback to, you know, a lot of kind of prog sounds from the, the 70s and 80s. So, um, yeah, a lot to like. A couple of things that, you know, wasn't for me. I felt maybe could have been better, but generally it got better with each lesson that I had to the album. Um, what, what, what are we thinking scores? What's your, what's your rating for this one? It's a three and a half. Um, yeah. I think they have set the groundwork now. Yeah. They've put in solid foundations and they've got me in. And I'm curious to see where they go. Very much like yourself, I think they, they clearly have other registers they can switch into. Mm. I'd like to see them try that more. Um, yeah. And yeah, we'll see where it goes. Uh, th- debut, they're going to go out, they're going to tour, they're going to yeah. come back, they're going to yeah. do something else. And that's, I think, the, the proof will be in the pudding then when they come back and mm. start doing um, a second album. I think you'll find that I they'll have a good indication live what works well, mm. is maybe a bit too repetitive and how to stretch things out. So yeah, yeah. as a as a debut goes, more than a solid start. So three and a half. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. Um, I think 
this this definitely grew on me more the more I went back to it. Um, I think there was at least maybe four of the seven tracks that kind of left me with something to think about after the album was finished. Um, I just think there's maybe just a little bit of consistency lacking from it. But I think, as you said, they've got the tools. So a bit of time, a bit of experience. I think they'll come back even stronger on the next one. So yeah, I'd agree. 3.5 seems fair for this one. Um, okay, so um, that is the new album from Hamasari. Um, it drops on the 3rd of March. It's called Ineffable. Um, I'll put some links below to the, the band, um, the pre-order, all that sort of stuff, so you can check out. Um, let us know what you think. Have a little listen to the singles and uh, stick some comments in below. Happy to hear your thoughts and opinions on it. That is the review. Thank you for checking it out. We'll be back with another review very soon, but until then, take care. Speak to you soon. Bye, everyone.